Hey guys, it's Tuesday, April 20th. Hope you're having a great week so far. If you're listening, you probably already know our goal with this podcast is to bring you a quick summary of our weekly Sunday school lesson just to keep you in the loop and in the know. Our text from this Sunday's lesson was Acts 13, 1 through 12, the story of Paul and Barnabas being sent by the church at Antioch on their first missionary journey. I won't read it all to you today, but basically our lesson this week was just about mission work. Um, And mission work is a term we're all pretty accustomed to hearing. When you hear it, you may think of mission trips you've been on over the years or missionaries that have come to visit our church in the past. Mission work is really just about spreading the gospel. And we as a church and we as individual Christians are instructed to support and participate in mission work. So how do we as individuals and church members obey that command? We, we know this command as uh, the Great Commission. How do we participate in the Great Commission or the spreading of gospel? What does that look like for us? Well, when you think about supporting a mission or a missionary, financial support is the first and probably most obvious thing that comes to our minds, right? We know when a missionary and his family are preparing to move to and live in a new town, new state, new country, continent, wherever, they need financial support. And our financial support helps that missionary with housing expenses, travel, personal expenses, might even help them build or rent a location for their congregation to meet. It can pay for Bibles, Sunday school literature, maybe even crayons and visual aids for the children they're trying to teach. So financial support is no small thing. And if you give offerings to our church, um, a portion of your offering goes to the mission fund. So when you give your offering, you're already helping to support missionaries. But missionaries need support in other ways also, and two big ones that come to mind are prayer and encouragement. So if you feel led to do so, maybe take some time to pray for our missionaries this week. Pray for their personal health, their safety, pray for the salvation of the souls that they're teaching. Uh, Or you could even write them a card, a note of encouragement. Some of you are great card writers. So you could let them know that you appreciate the work they're doing. And I'm sure that would mean a lot to them and their families. Here's a quick quiz for you. Our church currently supports how many missionaries and how many can you name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you can name all or even most of them, then you're definitely getting a gold star this week. David and I couldn't name them all without looking at our missionary list, which I'll send to you this week along with their contact info. So besides supporting our missionaries financially and besides supporting them with prayer and encouragement, how else do we as individuals fulfill our responsibility for spreading the gospel? Well, this is one we've probably heard our entire lives, but we are missionaries in a sense. We have a responsibility to share Christ with the people we come into contact with on a daily basis. And sometimes that means actually having a direct conversation with someone wherein you actually talk to them about Christ and how to be saved. Those interactions don't happen often, or at least they don't for me. So either God isn't sending me people or I'm just not seeking them out. I don't know which one, but I've only had two opportunities in my life to lead a person to Christ. 
And both times I uh, walked away feeling like I had failed them miserably. Like, oh my word, not only did I not lead that person to salvation, but they probably are more confused now than they were before. And if that's you, if you've had those feelings before, don't panic. Yes, we need to be prepared to give an account of our faith. We need to have put some thought into what we will say if and when the opportunity to talk about Christ presents itself, but we don't have to know all the answers, and that's a relief. So probably one of the best ways to witness to someone is by simply sharing our own salvation story. And again, you've heard this your entire life. You just share what you know and remember that you probably weren't saved the first time you heard the gospel story, and they might not be either. In fact, you may just be one person in a line of witnesses that God sends their way to lead them to his salvation. Okay, so we know those direct conversations don't happen too often, at least for most of us. But 99% of the people that you point to Christ will never ask you any questions about him directly. They will simply watch how you live your life. And that's pretty sobering to think about. But it's the real reason that we need to live our lives in such a way that others have no doubt that we are believers and no problem seeing Christ in us. That's the hard part. That's that's the hard, hard side of the Great Commission. So make good choices this week, guys, because someone is always watching. Thanks for listening today, guys. Uh, again, just a reminder, our church is meeting for in-person Sunday school. And we hope to see some of you at Sunday School in the weeks to come. In the meantime, we will be praying for you. Um, So don't be afraid to drop us a line and let us know how we can pray for you specifically, especially all you students who are approaching your semester finals. We know they're coming. And we know you've got those specific prayer requests. Those, Lord, please just let me pass organic chemistry so I can keep my scholarship and stay in school kind of prayer requests. We know you've got them. So send them our way. Bye.